Hello and welcome to episode 142 of the Live to Walk Again podcast. My name is Jeremy Dixon, your host as always, and with me today, once again, Ricardo Benavides. Ricardo, say hello to the people. Hey everybody, how you doing? Oh man, Brandon, uh, you know, Brandon, I know last week I made a joke that he was probably playing football, uh, playing basketball instead of, uh, you know, giving back to the people and, and being on the podcast, but uh, he actually, had to this week he's not here because he had knee surgery. On, I guess he had to have his meniscus on both sides of his right knee uh, cleaned up and and fixed somehow. I'm not sure exactly what what all that entails, but uh, you know, speedy recovery to him. Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, um, he is a tall guy. What is he like? Six four? Six seven. Oh, six seven. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder if that has anything to do with um, you know the recovery time. You know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not sure. Because but. he's not a he's not a um he's six seven but he's lean. He's really lean. So Yeah, he uh he got he tore his ACL the first time in like ninety nineteen ninety seven when he was, you know, like a sophomore in high school or maybe between his freshman and sophomore year. And then uh yeah, I think he's had to have like three or four knee surgeries since then or just has always had problems with it. And obviously, you know, it wasn't a torn ACL in 1997 is a lot different than a torn ACL in, yeah, in 2022. 2022. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's so, you know, hope, hope he uh, recovers quickly. And, and uh, his, I asked, I was like, well, how long till you or can be up and walking? And he's like, yeah, he said pretty much right away. Um, there's not like really any restrictions. I just need some crutches, you know, to help get around because I can't put a ton of weight on it but he said i could could pretty much hobble around from from the get-go and i was like well all right like i know the first question you probably asked him how long till you can play basketball again he was like oh six weeks same time frame as when i donated a kidney oh it's like oh that's interesting yeah so uh yeah that's uh it's pretty crazy no no physical therapy or anything like that uh he said in two weeks he starts physical physical therapy so We'll, we'll see what happens. Speedy recovery, Brandon. We love you. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do. Um, yeah, this week, man, I'm I'm super excited, Ricardo. We have uh, a couple of great guests. Uh, my guy Taylor Nichols and Adam Lucio. I had I've had to learn how to sp- like pronounce. I had, I had to <laughs> yeah, ask him yeah. how to pronounce his last name uh, once again because I I always forget. I try to put too much flair on it. Call him Lucio or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, um, these guys are competing in the uh, USA Wheelchair Football League for the Dallas Cowboys, uh, which is, if nobody has seen this sport, you have got to go look it up on YouTube. I checked it out. Did you? I know you asked me about it. I thought rugby was rough, you know, regular able-bodied rugby. Yeah. But these guys... I mean, yeah, they yeah. they go for it, man. Yeah. It's crazy. It is a no fear sport. Seriously, you, you know, I I was thinking, you know, when I was in high school many moons ago, uh, you know, the coach always said, "Go full out." You know, even in practice, go full out. There is right. no half. You're going to get hurt. 
and that's what these guys do they go full out because yeah i mean it was it's 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 fun entertaining fast it's yeah fast super fast paced yeah. it, it, yeah. it's so much fun and yeah um it, it's cool you can get um i think the sponsor of the actual of their team the dallas cowboys is rise adaptive and um you know they are i, I think that that's who has put out a, a number of kind of live streams that they they've recorded and put on on youtube so people can go check that out on the rise adaptive uh, youtube page but and i'll link that as well so you can see it but yeah it, it's you know it's it's just like it looks so crazy and fun and like they're they just are having a blast you could see the joy on both of their faces just talking about it like getting that kind of competitive fire uh you know fed in both of them by being able to play and you know adam i we talked about how you know he he was injured at such a young age the and me and taylor were injured as as young adults so you know we were able we both played football and uh, when we were kids and you know with our friends at the playground or whatever and adam uh you know didn't he like would play with his dad out in you know, out on the street or whatever he said in front of their house but he never got like that competitive edge kind of when it came to football and, and and he grew up in texas in the the mecca of of football down there so yeah um yeah it's very cool that that they they've gotten this opportunity and uh, i think the the league is actually sponsored by move united which is is awesome that they're they're you know lending their support to this this venture and um, you know, cause like these, these leagues, especially with adaptive sports can be kind of hit or miss and, and can shut down at the uh, drop of a hat. So, um, Adam kind of mentioned that as well, but yeah, so they, um, you know, it, it, the highlights are like the, the video that I've been able to watch of this stuff is just like people going all out, like just, yeah, crashing, yeah. falling to the ground. Like they don't care, man. They're going after it. And there's, um, they've had two tournaments so far, uh, in one in Chicago, one in Tampa Bay. And I believe they got second and they just started their, this Dallas Cowboys team. And these guys are, I think he said nine and one or nine and two or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nine and and two, so they're, they're doing really well. I think they got second place in the last tournament they were in, uh, which is only, you know, they had very limited time to practice leading up to these tournaments so, and they have one tournament left i guess um at sometime in october uh down in salt lake city so we'll definitely be keeping an eye on that as well but yeah i mean just like the i just can't get over like just the joy on their faces when we were talking about getting to compete and and playing this this league and how they kind of got involved with it it, it just was uh it was very refreshing to see, you know, how, how excited they were. Well, you know, when you have a passion for something, right, whether it's art, sports, and you get to participate in, especially on a team level with other people that have the same passion, you know, it makes a big difference in your life, you know. Absolutely. And uh, you can tell um, just by listening to the interview how excited they are about, you know, the season to start and the coaches that they have, which is really interesting. You know, mm -hmm. one of the things is the travel you know, because we've talked about traveling with wheelchairs and stuff like that before. So um, I was just wondering, you know, if they have, you know, if they travel with like two chairs or specialized equipment or spare parts. Um, we never really talked about that. Yeah. And they mentioned a little bit that they, um, 
you, you know, between Move United and Rise Adaptive that they're, um, I think Rise Adaptive is paying for all of their travel. And then, yeah. um, you know, they, they did mention that they had some kind of, I guess, technical difficulties with the, some of their, their sports chairs. So they, but um, between Move United and Rise Adaptive, they were able to get those fixed and, and taken care of. So, you know, thankfully they haven't had any, any major, uh, major issues with that either. But um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like, you know, like, yeah, the whole, the whole team goes out to, to these cities and they play in a weekend tournament and then come back. And um, it's just like, what, what a cool idea, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's fun to watch. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, we will, uh, yeah, let's get to the interview here and we will talk to you guys on the other side. All right. This week on the live to walk again podcast, I'm super excited to welcome back two friends of the podcast, two of my favorite guests that we've had on, Adam Lucio and Taylor Nichols. Uh, these guys are adaptive athletes, and they're both spinal cord injury survivors, uh, among many other titles I could probably rattle off. Uh, and they're, they're both members of the Dallas Cowboys in the USA Wheelchair Football League. Um, I yep. think that's, that's, the, that's the football league, right, guys? Welcome yes, to the sir. show, man. Welcome to Thanks, the man. show. I'm so excited to visit with you guys, man. Hey, it's good to be back. Congratulations. I've seen you had a, m- a bunch more episodes and stuff since we've been on here. So good job on your uh, on your podcast as well. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, yo, first thing, guys, I want to just, you know, you guys both, how how things been since we talked? I know, Adam, it's been damn near two years since we talked. And, and Taylor, it's been about a year since we got to speak. So um, you guys good, man? Healthy? Everything going well? Everything's going good, man. Uh, thankfully blessed. Just kind of, again, enjoying this football ride, enjoying this football journey. It's been a, an incredible ride so far. So I'm excited and looking forward to our last camp and and tournament coming up in October. Okay. Yeah, man, I've been, been really good. You know, just like Adam said, uh, you know, just enjoying, you know, learning – uh, wheelchair sports and you know traveling with this uh, football team and you know really you know leaning into that and training a lot for that along with you know a bunch of other things I've been uh, pretty busy with but yeah I've been really good how you been man good and no complaints man I'm doing well so appreciate you guys coming on though for sure and you know I saw that you were doing this uh, the wheelchair football league. And I was like, damn, I gotta, I gotta hit my guys up and see what this is all about. So, um, I don't know who wants to take the question, but you know, for, for anybody that hasn't, hasn't actually, you know, seen this on YouTube or seen one of your guys' posts about it, uh, you know, what, what exactly, like, how would you describe the football league to somebody who hasn't seen it yet? I guess. Uh, I guess it. Do, I guess it depends if they've watched wheelchair basketball before. If they've watched wheelchair basketball before, it it definitely helps um, because a lot of the the motions are the same. The rules aren't the same, but I would say imagine wheelchair basketball, but without the fouls and a lot more contact. And uh, there's no hoops. There's touchdowns. So um, it's a. Uh, more guys on the on the field too. There's seven on seven instead of five on five. So, um, I would say videos 
and pictures don't do it justice, man. It's something that you got to see in person. I agree. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's so cool, man. Just watching it like on the YouTube videos I've been able to see. Um, and, and you know, I, I told you before we started recording Adam that I, the guest from last week, uh, Gabriel Raffinen, he was, uh, we, we got chatting a little bit because I saw he had posted a picture with you from the Tampa Bay tournament. And, uh, he was just like over the moon, man. He's like, I can't believe they got this, you know, like wheelchair football. This is crazy. So, um, you know, Taylor, how, I guess, how big is the field? Com- I mean, cause obviously you guys aren't playing on like an NFL size field and, and you're, you're playing wheelchairs don't roll on grass very well so you guys are playing on i saw one tournament at a parking in like a parking lot that had like you know the the field kind of taped off and then i also saw one that looked like it was in like a large kind of warehouse setting um yeah how big is the field that you guys are playing on 65 65 yards i think it's 65 the same thing as arena football, I think it's 60, 65 yards. Okay, so I was going to ask. It looked like a, an arena league type uh, type situation. Yeah, um, yeah and uh, it's skinny too. It's not it's not the width of a full basketball court. It's it's probably about three quarter size of that. Okay, and so what? I guess what? Uh, how do you how do you get tackled? Like how do you stop the ball from w- once you? You know, like if, if you're trying to tackle somebody, because you're not taking them to the ground. I guess sometimes yeah, I saw guys going to the ground, but you know, how do you tackle somebody, Taylor? Yeah, no, it's uh like above the the waist, uh, like touch, but obviously uh, you can hit, um, and it's really physical. To be honest, uh, like Adam said, you know, it's a lot more physical than it looks um, once you see it in person. So. You're allowed to hit um, as long as you lead in, lean in with, you know, your arms like you're going to, you know, touch someone. And so it basically it's uh, one one hand above the the waist. OK, OK. And then, um, you know, so I, I get how did you guys hear about this? How did you get involved? I, we can go one at a time um, and, and kind of. Yeah. How, how, did, how did this start for you guys? I actually heard from Taylor um, that was like community recreational before we actually knew we were going to get accepted into the league. It was like a recreational Saturday football like class that they had there in uh, in Irving. And um, I'm, I live far away from everything, as I've, as I've told you guys before. So I travel to a bunch of my sports and anyway. So when Taylor let me know that there's going to be football, Again, this is before I even knew we were the Cowboys. This is before I knew we were a league, a team, anything. He he just told me there was going to be football. So I was like, yes, I'm down. I've always wanted to do this since I was a kid. So that's all he had to tell me. And, um, yeah, he reached out to me and told me, and then the rest was history from there. I don't know how he heard about it, though. Yeah, no. Um, so, like, Rise, you know, the organization that basically um, – sponsors our team or you know does the funding and everything um they uh like adam said just they had recreational you know um and there was like talk about you know that they might be able to get accepted into the league because the league's been around a few years but there's no texas team and um 
So they were, you know, there was talk about, oh, uh, we're going to get in the league and we're starting a team here in Dallas, blah, blah, blah. So I went and, you know, checked it out. I, I received an email about it. And then once I went uh, the first time and I obviously reached out to anyone and everyone that I could think of that would enjoy it, you know, and I know Adam, you know, he's a baller. Like he plays a lot of different sports. He's super active and, you know, um, I knew he would be all on board and uh, I hit him up and shoot, he made the, the drive up. Uh, and like you said, the rest is history. Uh, we didn't know really we were going to be the Dallas Cowboys. We didn't know if we were actually going to get in the league, you know, if they were going to accept us. But um, after, you know, they saw how serious, you know, Rise was about it. Um, we got accepted in the league and then, you know, they held tryouts um, <laughs> to see right. who was going to be on. Yeah. Who was going to be like on the travel competition team, you know, cause they got the rec. Uh, they, the idea was to have like a rec team and then a travel competition team. That way, <clears throat> you know, the, the competition team will still have, um, you know, practice time against other, uh, other people, but also, you know, to keep, people learning the sport, you know, trying to help it grow. And then, you know, if we ever have any injuries, we have backups and all that. But, yeah, I believe there was, like, what, Adam, like 28 or 30 uh, guys that tried out, and they took 14 um, that made the team. Yeah. It was um, it was something crazy because going into, again, from the recreational practices – Rise Adaptive is a, is an amazing program, man. Um, Paul and those guys, and the coaches, and Danny, and and Bob and Cat, they're they're just running a, a great program over there. And uh, the way they kind of transitioned us into com- to competitive into a competitive nature was interesting because I had no idea it was going to be this competitive going into tryouts. Um, I thought it was going to be like, okay, we might have a, a solid squad. You know what I mean? We're going to be pretty, pretty, pretty good. But then when tryouts came and I saw all these different caliber athletes come in and everybody was getting ready and suited up, getting in their chairs, strapping up, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a dogfight. It's not just going to be like giveaways here, man. Like you have to earn your spot. There were 30 like really good dudes. So I was like, oh, man, like, yeah, this is for real. I, my hands started getting sweaty. I started dripping. I was like, okay, okay, this is for real. I started getting nervous. It was like a weekend-long tryout. So um, it was uh, it was intense, but um, grateful and blessed to have made it. It was one, one of the best experiences that I've had so far. Oh, that, that's amazing, man. So so you guys have a pre- basically a practice squad then that you, you practice against when you're back in town, and then you guys are on the travel squad that goes out to whatever city to go play play the games? Correct. Cool, cool. So yeah, um, that was I was interested in the tryouts. So th- so they were like a whole weekend long, and you guys said fourteen guys make the travel team, and so so you basically have two two teams of players out there. Then it's like we're seven on seven, so you have at least enough to to have a whole second unit in there. Um, you know what? Uh, and you mentioned the coaches are. Are the coaches? I saw at least a couple of them um, in the videos are, are in chairs as well. Are some of the coaches able-bodied, or is it all pretty much uh, guys that that are either in wheelchairs, have spinal cord injuries, whatever the case may be? Our uh, our head coach is in a wheelchair, Coach Gumby. Um, he's a hell of a coach too, man. He's more famously known for 
Bullchair Rugby. He used to coach Team USA for a long time. Oh, he wow. has some kind of sensational record, 200-something wins with minimal losses. But, I mean, he's a great coach, and he is inside. He's hilarious. I mean, he's a cool dude. And we have one able-bodied coach, uh, Coach Rob. And he's from out of Vegas. And those two have known each other for, for years. So that's how they came together. And then the other coaches are uh, the staff there from Rise Adaptive. And so uh, Rise Adaptive, do they um, are they able to like help you guys with like getting out to the different cities, um, or or like what what is their kind of sponsorship entail for you guys? Yeah, man they they take care of everything for us, man, and we just got to worry about football. Um, that's what, that's what they've been. That's why I think it's such an exceptional program. Um, they've really, uh, uh, trailblazed, I guess, for this. Um, I've been a part of a bunch of programs and I, I know it's hard to get teams, hard to get practices going, hard to get equipment. And they, um, took every challenge head on. So I've, I've really been impressed by their perseverance throughout this league. Cause we're all learning. I mean, none of us have ever done it before. And, and they're leading the way pretty exceptionally. So I've been proud of them. Um, they take care of our travel, our, our lodging and stuff like that. And like I said, um, our job is football and our positions and our roles. So that's how we got to focus on. Oh, that's great. That's great. Tra- it sucks traveling with chairs. I mean, anybody knows that. Um, there's been some, 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 some times we had some mishaps at airports. But again, that's beyond out of all of our control but other than that man it's they've been everything's been great yeah that's awesome and that was part of you know why they did the tryouts because they had a certain budget you know and then they wanted we're one of the few teams that are making all three tournaments you know uh because there's some teams uh that they don't have the funding to make all three tournaments uh because there's the three tournaments uh that make up the season and we're actually, um, you know, they're sponsoring us to do all three tournaments. And like Adam said, all the travel and uh, the lodging is paid for. They, you know, they provide our lunches on game days um, and everything like that. So uh, we just basically worry about football and go out there and do, give them the best we got, you know. And uh, that's really amazing that, you know, because like I, I was sponsoring and racing and stuff like that, but to have like, uh, organization fun like every single bit of it, it it's pretty damn awesome i mean yeah that, that's uh, incredible yeah shout out to rise adaptive that that's incredible um yeah sure. taylor do you know how long was how long has the usa wheelchair football league been around for i believe it was 2019 is when it started up okay okay um, and so you guys are flying out. I know there was a, uh, a tournament in Chicago and I wasn't sure if it was just tournaments or you're flying out to like face one team, two teams, whatever it is. But, um, so you're flying to these different cities for the tournaments. And I saw you guys in Chicago and Tampa. Um, where's, I guess, where's the third tournament going to be at? Or do you already have the third yeah. tournament? No, it's in uh, Salt Lake city. Uh, it's, uh, in October, uh, the 22nd, 23rd of October. Um, that's the third and final tournament, uh, for the season. And as far as I know, um, you know, like I said, not every team is making, uh, the tournaments or all three tournaments. So, you know, there was, uh, some teams in Chicago that weren't in Tampa, you know, and then there were some teams in Tampa that weren't, 
in uh, Chicago. But um, I think there's going to be a good mix of both uh, sides, like that the teams that were uh, were at Chicago and the teams that were at Tampa. You know, there's going to be like everybody uh, pretty much at the Salt Lake City tournament. So it's going to be the biggest one um, and probably uh, the most challenging because we got, you know, everybody there, all the, um, you know, the former two teams that were best in, in the league last year that played for the championship, they'll both be at this tournament. So it'll be, it's going to be a, a, a stiff tournament, but it's going to be fun. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's very exciting. So have you guys had any um, like injuries or like people not being able to make a, tr- make the trip to, you know, you get somebody gets called up from the practice squad yet as, as of, as, as uh, you know, at this point in the season, or has that not happened yet? Not yet. We got some pretty solid dudes, man. Everybody's hanging in there and, and making the season. We have had several, uh, again, chairmen have some broken chairs, um, some lost chairs at the airport, uh, um, broken wheels, things like that. Just, you know, uh, I guess the, just, what, what would you call those? The, oh, there's a word for it. Um, technical difficulties, but I guess, what would they call it? I guess equipment difficulties. Okay. Equipment, whatever, but I mean, nothing to us. We've had, again, minor bumps and bruises, but nothing to where we've had a, a guy step out or have to, to, you know, take off of his role. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so, you know, I'm a Seahawks fan, Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys, NFL team has had a lot of trouble in the playoffs for the last, like what, 30 years, something like that. (laughs) So is there going to be like a playoff so you guys can like reverse this curse for the Cowboys or what, what do we, what, what happens after the last tournament? Man, I'm not sure how the playoffs started. I know that the during the Super Bowl last year, they had another, I guess, tournament during that weekend at the Super Bowl. So, um, they like where they, they were playing in LA. So I guess they got to play in like at the Super Bowl in the stadium parking lot um, and do their stuff there. But I don't know if it was every team that went or if it was like a like a mini round robin tournament. But I know it's the best ones that go. But the people with the best records that go to that final tournament. So um okay. that should be that should be fun. Awesome, man. And Taylor, how have you guys so how have you guys finished in the first two tournaments so far? So the first tournament, um, and like I said, this this team is brand new. Uh I mean, all these all this stuff got put together in a few weeks. Uh, we didn't even, like I said, know we were going to be in a league, uh, get accepted into the league. So we really going into the first tournament didn't even have, like we had that one weekend of like tryouts basically and a camp before like that we even played together, you know, so the team chemistry wasn't even there yet. Um, but we got third place at that one. Um, and then this last tournament in Tampa, oh, we got second place. Uh, so we're eight and two for the season. Um, nine, nine, hey, Tay, come on, give us that other win. We're nine and two, bro. Woo. Nine and two? Oh, see, look, <laughs> I'm short and that's a win. <laughs> uh, I like it, man. I like it. Um, and, and so, Adam, what are – like how many teams in the league? I don't know if you already told me that. What is it, Taylor, 11? Yeah, yeah, it's 11. And do you know uh, – and what cities? So it's Dallas, Tampa, Chicago. I saw Kansas City and L.A. That's Dallas, five. Tampa, City, L.A., uh, Brown. 
Yeah. Birmingham Hammers. Birmingham Hammers. Which, they're, they're, not, they're the only team that doesn't have, you know, that isn't affiliated or partners uh, with the NFL team. Okay. Um, the Hammers. Um, there's New Orleans Saints. Cardinals. Green Bay Packers. Arizona Pack- Cardinals. Cardinals. And then the Bills. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we're gonna have to get a team up here in Seattle, man. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know, I just have a couple more questions for you guys. Um, Adam, I know so you I know that you got injured at a at a you know, like when you were a tiny a tiny little kid, man. Um, so do you you know, like me and Taylor, I'm being, you know, not getting injured until we were like young adults, you know, we we played football as kids like just on the playground whatever like did you have much experience like just out with your with your buddies throwing the football around and stuff or and um I would play with my dad every weekend um on NFL Sunday right so it'd be me and pops out there in the street playing cat uh up and down until it went dark and I would have those dreams of of playing competitively man I that's all I wanted to do so um getting this opportunity just means everything because I, yeah, I never had that opportunity. I never got to go to, you know, tryouts as a kid. And I'm, and, and for those who don't know, I'm, I'm in the football Mecca, right. I'm in West Texas, uh, Friday night lights. I mean, that's what all my, my buddies were doing All my friends in high school, they were all on the team. Right. So I felt like that, that part of me was kind of robbed, right. That, 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 that life, that football life was kind of robbed. So I'm kind of living it vicariously right now because, that's again, like I said, that Chicago tournament was the first time I ever put on a helmet. That thing was heavy. My head was everywhere. I'd never wore a helmet before. Like all these new experiences were so crazy to me. But again, something that I've always wanted. So it means that much more to me. That, that's amazing, man. I can see just the joy on your face just talking about it. So it's uh, that, yeah. that's that's amazing, bro. I'm happy for you, man. That That's really cool. Um. You know, I, guys, the collisions in this sport are pretty serious. I, I was watching, uh, like I said, I've been watching some of these games that you guys are in, um, it, and it's super fun to watch. But, yeah, some people get lit up, it looks like. Have have either of you guys had any serious uh, serious collisions yet or, like, get injured at all? No, I felt, I felt twice, nothing too serious. I've knocked over some guys, though. Um, me and Taylor are yeah, bullying people. <laughs> uh, Taylor and I work on the on the line, offensive and defensive line. So uh, every play, there's contact. Really, you know what I mean. Some, yeah. some, sometimes we can avoid getting hit, but it's very seldom. It's usually always some kind of contact. Someone's getting hit, but you already kind of know that because um, once the ball moves, everybody's moving. So it's uh really high high intensity fast pace um you can't be can't be sleeping because that the the defender is gonna take advantage of that you know what i mean so um again really competitive way above my expectations i I thought i was gonna have fun with it and it was gonna be something cool but i mean it like easily jumped to the top one too i love basketball but it's easily up there now with my top favorite which are sports just because of again the contact and how much assimilates like able body football. Okay, okay. And how about you, Taylor? Any any uh any bad collisions or injuries as of yet? Man, so like I banged up my wrist at a camp like 
playing against our own team. I uh, flipped forward, like, on a kickoff return. Um, I was, like, bending over to get the ball because someone had fumbled it. And, like, as I'm, you know, trying to get back up into my chair after getting the ball, I collided head-on with one of my teammates, and I went, you know, end over end. And when I did, like, I tried to brace my fall and, like, put my wrist down uh, or my hands down and, like, my wrists were, I mean, I, it was two weeks. I, it was, like, hurting me to transfer. Like, I I kind of, like, tried to keep it under wraps because I didn't want – like, I didn't even tell the coaches or nothing about it because I didn't want it to be an excuse. But, um, yeah, the first tournament, going into the first tournament, I was, like, banged up. And, like, I, now I, like, wrap my wrist just to keep, provide that support. But there was for two weeks, I mean, even transferring in and out the, the truck, it was just, like – a real bad like bruise uh like in like my tendons I guess because like I went and had you know it checked out and everything and it was swollen but it just like you know inflamed it real bad and when I would go to transfer it just felt like it was like re-injuring it all over again but as far as the game I you know in the games and the tournaments I haven't got uh you know knocked out of my chair or nothing but like Adam's saying uh you're hitting every single play um and, like, this is my first uh, wheelchair sport. So, like, for me, it's a huge learning, you know, process and all that because, you know, these guys, I have so much respect. I already knew, like, they're very talented athletes before even, like, playing with them. But, like, to just see the chair skills that, you know, some of the guys have, you know, well, every guy really, but, like, some are better than others. But, like, you know, really learning, like, from, like, the able bodies for, um, you know, you got to worry about a whole chair that you're getting around, you know, or you're blocking. It's like, you know, you're, I don't know, it's like you're playing football, but you, like, are playing bumper cars, too. Like, you're hitting everyone, you know, like, um, and it's, like I said, I have so much respect, you know, for any athlete, really, but, like, especially, um, you know, playing wheelchair sports, it's, you know, it's a whole new ball game. Like to being able to make that chair work as you would your legs, you know, and like being real precise with it and being able to flinch one way, you know, and have your chair act that way, just like you would your legs. Um, you know, it's it's a it's been a very humbling but um humbling experience, but I'm super grateful for it because you know I'm learning so much and it's freaking awesome like it's it's filling that competitive void that I, I have from like racing just being able to compete again and getting back out there and just you know really you know it's therapeutic uh for athletes you know to get out there and do the things that you know we've always done uh maybe a different sport but I mean it's it's really helping me out as far as like filling that competitive void and just being able to get back out there and compete and like release, you know, some of those that frustration or, you know, just releasing the emotions and, and being able to, to play against other, other people uh, and, and travel while doing it is just awesome. Yeah, that, that's amazing, man. I was going to say before the interview started and me and Adam were chatting a little bit, Mm -hmm. I told him like how, impressive like some of these guys like doing like their stop and start and just like how quick they can move in their chairs is impressive like super impressive so um uh, yeah i'm glad you kind of mentioned that as well like they're just they're so it's like 
just yeah they're flying around everywhere man so and i i definitely uh recommend anybody going to check this out i'll, I'll attach some of your uh some of your guys's game links to the to the podcast notes here but um i was you mentioned that you got injured on on a kickoff taylor and i was gonna say that was the thing watching the games on youtube i was like god damn like this it, it like that's the most dangerous thing they say in in the nfl too is the kickoff returns and that's what i mean it looked wild when you know when one team's just going down and just you know running through everybody trying to trying to get to that ball carrier so um you know is that kind of like what what do you guys think is kind of the the wildest part of the sport to you at this point i would i would say that yeah kickoff returns crazy i don't work my special teams but it's the it, the intensity because those other guys are going just as hard and they're they're like going at you they're going at you fast even if I, even if i'm on offense the defenders are trying to blitz they're trying to get through me if i'm on defense i'm the guy trying to get to the quarterback so there's this if, if anybody who's ever played wheelchair sports you know the or especially like wheelchair basketball you know like the when the metal hits each other, like there's metal on metal, like the grinds and it smells like burnt. Like that's what it smells like the whole game. Like it smells like somebody's burning on the court because all of our metal chairs are hitting each other so fast. There's sparks sometimes, dude, it's crazy. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they hit you. It's supposed to be touch, right? Well, it's not just touch. Like these guys are swole dudes, right? So they come and they're like, touching you right so they're like they're shoving, shoving you yeah they're shoving your chest they're shoving your head like you're just like i've never been i've never been like combated like that in my chair you know what i mean so it's crazy to be like once you're there you have to kind of like my our coach our coach says upper body violence right so you gotta <laughs> really gotta really think like yo i gotta be violent out here because i can't be pushed around like these guys are gonna take advantage of me so i you gotta be out there and you gotta have this sense of violence the sense of like assertiveness like yo i gotta i gotta go stand my ground because these guys are really really coming at you and then they're they're chirping the guys are talking 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 i never had that experience either i've never done trash talk like in basketball, you'll get flagged for that kind of stuff, right? So it, these refs are letting us play. They're letting us talk. The sidelines, they're all talking. There's all this stuff going on. It's just an insane environment. I, there's no way to replicate it, really. Like, there's, it's really cool to be a part of. It's football, really. It's, it's, it's football, but I just never experienced it that way. Oh, that's awesome. How about you, you Taylor? What's, uh, what's the wildest part of the sport to you? Yeah, I mean, like you said, the, uh, like the special teams and just, you know, the speed that, you know, the two teams are coming at each other with because, I mean, everyone's going all out. So, like, when you're coming at, you know, another guy in a chair that fast or, like, a group of chairs, you know, it's like you really got to know your chair skills because, like, you're when you're hitting that hard, you know, you got to counterweight and then, you know, you don't want to be flipping out of your chair all the time. You know, so I would say that is the most intense. And then just being able, you know, like for me, I love like, you know, trying to get to the quarterback and like, you know, be that first one there and like really like make your uh, that pressure felt, you know, and um, just being able to hit like, I guess 
you know, because like in your everyday chair, you, you know, you're always like, I mean, it's a whole nother like situation because like we don't have the balance in our everyday chairs that we do in these. So being able to move so freely, I guess, in the chairs and being able to shove and, uh, you know, get shoved around is just like, like Adam said, the upper body violence of it is just the best part about it to me is just getting out there and really like getting rough, you know, and like not having to be so like cautious, you know, in your every like everyday chair of like flipping over, like you're out there to get violent. And and that's the best part about it to me is just how intense the sport is. And, you know, like Adam said, people are trash talking. I mean, they're like trying to like hit your hands to get like to mess you up, like where you can't push correctly. And like, so they can get around you and just like all kinds of stuff. It's crazy. Wow. wow. That's it, crazy. It's, there's nowhere in, in normal day life where we can be that, we can we we take that much contact. There's nowhere I could hit somebody yeah. like that like I do on so it's just again, I've never played contact sports. So to get to play it now as an adult, it just blows my mind. Like, oh man, this is real. You know what I mean? So uh awesome. definitely an eye-opening experience. So that that's that's crazy, man. I'm so excited for you guys. Um my last question for you guys, you both kind of already answered. I was going to say, you know, Adam, I know that you've tried a, a bunch of adaptive sports like we've talked about. And Taylor, I know, you know, you, you've, I've seen you doing like water skiing and stuff, but I don't, I don't know how, and you kind of mentioned you haven't really tried many other adaptive sports, but I mean, yeah, I was going to be, where does, where does the wheelchair football rank for both of you guys in the adaptive sports that you've tried? I team wise, I have to say at the top because I'm really proud of my team, man. I'm really proud of my coaches and all the teammates I have. Talented dudes. I've never been a part of a tryout where they had to pick off of talent. Usually, every everywhere I go, they're like they're taking anybody they can because they need participants. Not like a oh hey, we're taking the best top tier dudes and we're gonna go out there and compete, which was been a winning mindset and what I've always kind of yearned to be a part of, right? I've always wanted to be a part of like a, that, that kind of program where that was the expectation and that was the, the standard. And uh, the, the coaches are doing a great job at holding that. And like, so I have to say team wise, this is probably the best top tier experience I've had so far. Uh, basketball is always going to be, it's my first love. So it's my passion. You know what I mean? I'm always going to enjoy basketball, but um, football is definitely up there. It definitely beat everything else just because, of, like I said, the contact and and that, that winning environment, that winning, uh, I guess, atmosphere is just is just great to be a part of, man. I'm, I'm really proud of it. Nice, nice. And how about you, Taylor? Yeah, for me, uh, like I said, this is my first – I mean, I, I played in a, like a one-day like softball tournament, which I really liked because um, – baseball growing up so I like that but it's a lot slower pace and like not near as like um intense as far as like you know hitting each other and everything like that I mean you hit each other on the bag you know like when you're coming in to get tagged but um I would say you know and I've done like you mentioned water skiing and stuff like that which I really love because I love like action sports as well but man this is this is right up there with anything that I've ever done. I mean, even, you know, like when, when I was racing before, 
um, you know, I would put this right up there with it um, because of just like how aggressive it is and just being able to get out there and like play with such talented guys and really like Adam said, everybody wants to win. So we're all like, you know, we're leveling each other up, like, you know, and we're all like, you know, we're hard on each other, but it's in a way that, you know, we're not like talking down on someone. We're just letting them know like where they can be better. And like, you know, it's that culture that we have on a team is just a great to be a part of. And, and that's what really stands out is like the culture within the team. It's like, you know, everybody wants to win. Everybody's a competitor. Like we all want to do the best. Like we, you know, if we do something wrong, we're, we're, you know, down on ourselves, not down on ourselves, but we're hard on ourselves because we want to be the best. And we know that we're, you know, pretty dominant team in the league. So we want to win, win, win. <laughs> and that's, you know, of course, everyone wants to win. So to, to be within that culture is, is really amazing for me. I love it, man. Just win, baby. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Guys, man, thank you so much, Adam, Adam Lucio, Taylor Nichols. <laughs> I appreciate you guys, man. Hey, hey, real quick, if you let me do a shout out, man. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. I was just thinking about this all as, as we're wrapping up. Um, the actual organizers of all these events, uh, Move United, who's, who's, I guess, the host of the USA Witcher Football League, has done an exceptional job at, the, at just kind of creating this platform and this this stage for us. Because before this, before Move United, we didn't have any of this. And um, the, from the from the communication, the emails, the um, the actual venues of the spots, they've they've been they've been great. The the transportation, they man, when we get there with our chairs at the airport, Move United has a, like a U-Haul truck to take our sports chairs to the to the to the site so that's man that that right there is just like the the communication the organization is so hard to put on an event like that and they're doing it effortlessly at every time so uh kudos to them man they're doing a great job um i know that uh it's in the league's in good hands that's something scary especially with adaptive adaptive leagues because you never know how long that the, the participation is going to last if it's going to get the funding or if they're going to have organizers but these guys are really on point all the staff is super friendly they're all super nice the referees a1 referees man everybody's just a class act and i just wanted to commend them on that because it's hard to find that these days yeah i'm glad yeah, yeah. That, that's great man shout out move united that's that's incredible um well, yeah, guys, thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate both of you taking the time out of your day and, and coming on to, to share a little bit about this. And, you know, I'll definitely be rooting for you guys in, in, uh, in October down in uh, Salt Lake. Hopefully they, they have a, a live stream or something that we can, can check out. And if, if you guys do yeah, man, shoot, shoot that to me and I'll uh, post it on, on my social media links too. So people can, can check you guys out and watch the, watch the games. Gotcha. Move United has a, on their website, has a tournament schedule on there already. So um, I'll send you that link and then I'll get you our, our YouTube link as well. Oh, sweet, man. I appreciate you guys. Thanks so much. Yeah, and yeah good, good luck. And uh, good thanks luck for having us. Heck yeah, man. Right. Hey, appreciate you, Jeremy. Hey, keep doing everything good, man. I appreciate you. Yep. Yeah, no, man. Thank you guys. We'll talk yes, soon. Sir, go
Go Cowboys. All right. Yes, sir. All right. That was Adam Lucio and Taylor Nichols. I want to just thank those guys again for, for joining me and, and just talking about this USA Wheelchair Football League and, and uh, you know, all the help that Move United and Rise Adaptive have provided for their team specifically and just the league as a whole. Um, you know, it, I'm, I'm so excited for these guys. I can't even tell you, Ricardo. Yeah, it was really refreshing, Jeremy. I mean, um, to see people living out their dreams, you know? I mean, I sometimes when I listen to these uh, um, podcasts and we listen to the guests and the interviews and stuff like that, I wonder, you know, have I limited myself? Because a lot of your guests are limitless, just like these guys are. And it's uh, pretty amazing to me. I, I, I you know, agree. You know? I agree. So. Um, and, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just. Yeah. It, you know, they, they have like a, like that do-over mentality, right? You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to live my best life no matter what. And it's pretty amazing. So. Yeah, yeah. They're both like these guys. Like I, you know, I mentioned at the beginning of the, of the interview that, that there's two of my favorite guests and they really are. They're like just so, so down to earth and and you know great guy there's great guys it was it was i had a real blast getting to like we were uh i had sent out the zoom invite and um i I think taylor was having trouble getting into it It was like taking him to a google hangout spot (laughs) or something and so me and adam were talking for like 20 minutes like leading up to the like waiting for taylor to get in there and then uh, we finally got him in there and we're able to, to knock it out. But yeah, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. And he wasn't, I, most of the time, if like a guest is having to wait for too long, they're just like, come on, man, like, let's get this thing going. And Adam's like, oh, that's cool, man. Like we're just, we're just BSing about football and, and right. everything. So yeah, you know, good, good guys. And I, I'm super excited for them and, uh, hope, hopefully they win this tournament down in, uh, well, down in I, I think Salt people Lake need City. to watch it go out and support it so yeah. that more people have this opportunity. Like you were saying, you know, let's get a team here in Seattle. Yeah. If there was a team, I would go yeah. watch. If there was yeah. a team here in Seattle, that'd be a, a blast. Yeah. You know? It would be great to watch it in climate pledge arena. You yeah. Know? So, because they're not full size football fields, right. You know, right. they're, they're um, like uh, um, arena football size. Yeah. 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 More or less. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I had to throw some shade at them about being on Dallas Cowboys team and the, the Cowboys not winning a playoff game in 30 years or whatever it's been, but I'm definitely rooting for these guys to win one and, and flip that around, flip that curse around. Yeah. But, uh, um, you know, on a, on a more somber note, Ricardo, I know we've talked a little bit about, um, in vivo therapeutics before and their, um, like epidural stimulation, uh, implants and things like that. Well, unfortunately, they had to pause their uh, their study that they've been working on, and because a third person has now died after getting this implant that they that they're putting in, and they don't they're not sure what the you know what the correlation is if it's you know that maybe they already had some underlying health stuff or if it's like solely because of this thing. Um, but either way, that's that's pretty scary, and you got to really be picky and and choose carefully on some of these you know studies that are going on on what what you want to get involved with. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's always a hope, right, that you know you're the candidate that helps save somebody else, right? right. 
And I think that's why people do it, right? Yeah. I mean, you want to do it. You want you to improve your life. And so, uh, unfortunately, people have passed away, right? Mm-hmm. But it looks like they're uh, ethically doing the right thing and stopping it to figure out what's going on before they proceed with any more, which is, you know, hats off to those guys. Yeah, absolutely, so, absolutely. You know, and they're, they're being fully transparent, which mm-hmm. I'd like to see. So. Yeah, yeah, and we'll definitely monitor this one closely and just, you know, keep everyone updated on it. But, I mean, that's, yeah, that's scary that, you know, like the, the thought of that, because you're thinking, oh, I just have to go in and get this this thing implanted under my skin or whatever, but it'll be fine. And then, yeah, it's, you know, then you hear people dying from it. That's uh, it's a little scary, but, yeah, like, like I said, just you got to make sure – what you know be sure what you want to want to go in comp- eyes wide open yeah go yeah. definitely definitely and yeah like you said it's good that they're they're being straightforward and and not trying to hide anything um about these deaths so uh although we still don't know exactly why the people died so hopefully we can get that information soon and um yeah so well, yeah, Ricardo, I'm, I'm I like, once again, man, thank you to Taylor and Adam. Like, those guys are so much fun to talk to. It's a perfect kickoff for fall, right? Exactly, yeah. Football season's here. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, well, we're recording this on the last day of summer, first, first day, day of fall. fall. Like, yeah. whenever, I'm on not sure On the solstice here, that's where we're at. Yeah. yeah, we're on the solstice. So, yeah, like, we're, we're here. We're, uh, we're going to just keep this thing going. I know we, uh, we're going to have a couple of, got a couple great guests uh lined up for the next few episodes and i'm excited man yeah well done jeremy oh thanks man thanks i know everybody i'm I'm like freaking out like people keep uh complimenting me i don't know how to take this like i'm surprised anybody like i honestly never think anybody listens to this show and then i'll look and you know we'll like if we take a week off we'll be like at the end of that two-week break of, of posting i'm like man we had 30 people listen to the the show yesterday like i haven't posted an episode in forever i can't believe that many people actually are still listening so hey i appreciate everybody listening if you could like share rate review all that good stuff uh we we would really appreciate it It helps us with the algorithms and gets gets the show out there and uh yeah so we will be back next week go from there all right sounds great thanks all right thanks ricardo